Hey guys, and welcome to episode 2 of Booked Him. So, today we are discussing one of my favourite books, The Love Hypothesis. But before we get into this, I just want to ask, I got a request to do a couple episodes on the Harry Potter series, and I love the Harry Potter series, so I'm going to be doing that, but I would like to know how you want that structured. Would you prefer each book having its own episode like I do with standalones or would you prefer all the books in one episode or the first half in one episode, second half in another episode? Just let me know, you know. And I should probably preface this with this book that I'm The Love Hypothesis. If you are uncomfortable with discussion of slight sexual harassment and sexual talk um please don't listen i don't want to trigger anyone okay so let's get started so the love hypothesis is a book about adam and olive and they fake date it's really cute so i'll read you the blurb okay When a fake relationship between scientists meets the irresistible force of attraction, it throws one woman's carefully calculated theories on love into chaos. As a third-year PhD candidate, Olive Smith doesn't believe in lasting romantic relationships, but her best friend does, and that's what got her into this situation. Convincing Anne that Olive is on her way to her happily ever after was always going to be tough. Scientists require proof. So like any self-respecting woman, Olive panics and kisses the first man she meets. That man is none other than Adam Carlson, a young hotshot professor and a well-known arse, which is why Olive is positively flawed when she agrees when he agrees to keep her charade a secret and be her fake boyfriend. But when a big science conference goes haywire and Adam surprises her again with his young unwielding support and his unwielding abs, their little experiment feels close dangerously close to combustion. Olive soon discovers that the only thing more complicated than her hypothesis on love is putting her own heart under the microscope. So, sounds cool, doesn't it? And there is a little bit of spice in this book, but overall, I'd say probably 14 plus, like as an age rating. I think, I don't think the book says what their age rating is but it's I would say around 14 plus just because of the topic later on the book and the spice other than that it's a cute wholesome (laughs) rom-com with lots of romance and lots of comedy it's very wholesome so let's just get into talking about the plot so the prologue um It starts with Olive crying in a bathroom and some mystery man coming in and she's just finished university and she's trying to just like decide whether she's going to go into industry or academia which for those of you who don't do science industry is the more like boring route academia is more research based and this guy is basically saying go into academia but if you do have a good reason for it have something that you want to work to research you know don't be don't be like one level um yeah and she can't see because she's 
a graduate student and she has no money so she's wearing expired contacts you know as you do <laughs> and so she has no clue who this guy is but her his words stick in her head for a while and then it skips to two and a, two years and 11 months later so this is the end year of her graduate school and she has she is um, researching pancreatic cancer and like how preliminary tests they can do to find out if someone has pancreatic cancer without like it being too far ahead for them to do anything which is a really good cause and she's been emailing out so that she can do another year of research at a different school's like a more equipped school's laboratory for this stuff because she thinks she has something good so that's important so just hold on to that and then in the first chapter she is kissing adam carson who is a professor at this school not her professor though that would be a bit weird <laughs> he is a professor and her best friend arn walks past and as soon as she walked past she like leaves she runs away but um olive and adam talk she reveals that she's only doing this because arn has a huge crush on her ex-boyfriend jeremy who they weren't that serious but arn's like i don't want to break girl code that'd be mean but um olive is doing this to prove that um she can do that because she's not being a bitch for dating her ex-boyfriend because she has a new boyfriend so they have this cute witty conversation that has a bunch of cute adorable quotes and he decides to help her out and then she's olive talks to arn she's like i'm dating him he asked me out you know and then she tells jeremy jeremy tells everyone like everyone everyone not even like three people just everyone <laughs> well done good good on you jeremy and then <laughs> she her friend malcolm hates her because he carson is a dick sometimes <laughs> like he's incredibly mean and harsh on students but for a good reason and then so she tells malcolm that it's fake like that she's fake dating him and they're not real dating and then Adam and Olive meet up and they set some ground rules, which is basically like they have to appear together outside of classes and stuff. So they're going to have fake dating Wednesday where they go for coffee. And then in the first fake dating Wednesday, Olive is late and in a bad mood. And then the next one she's late and he's in a bad mood. But Olive then gets an email back from Tom Benton, who is... A researcher at Harvard who is like interested in her research and is going to come to where they are and then work with her like interview her and decide whether they're gonna work together in the future like next year whether she can be an intern and do her research and then they continue this fake dating thing Tom Benton gets into town while they're on fake dating Wednesday and they're in the coffee shop. Turns out Adam and Tom are like besties. <laughs> they're best friends. And Olive had no idea. So they start having like a mini interview in the coffee shop. And Olive freezes up because Tom asks like really personal questions for no reason. 
so she freezes up and saves her and then tom's like just yeah you know email me a 25 page report by monday you know because nice he's a nice guy isn't he and he's like and come to my talk and then at this talk some really cute stuff happens basically adam olive and Arn all go together and Arn is my bestie in this because <laughs> she's just like I can't see there's no there's no seats and I don't want to stand up so Olive could you sit on your boyfriend's lap please <laughs> and she does so she sits on his lap this entire time and it's really cute and they're like talking because they're both really bored they both know what's going on in this talk and then they get out and Arn is like go kiss your boyfriend goodbye he's your boyfriend you know <laughs> so she does she goes and kisses him goodbye and then like we're gonna meet at this like they're gonna go to this picnic on monday because it's the i don't even remember what the picnic was about it, it was just a staff picnic or something <laughs> and oh i forgot to mention this it's important to mention that the reason adam is agreeing to this whole like fake dating thing is because the the head teacher or whatever thinks he's a flight risk and that he's gonna leave and go to a different school so if he shows he has ties here then he won't leave <laughs> you know and um so then they're at this picnic on jeremy malcolm and olive are really late because they have no clue where they're going and then Anne was just like she gets them out of the car when they get there and she's just like his his sun cream for you sun cream for you sun cream for you and sun cream for you make sure you put it on you don't want skin cancer and she's not letting them like go out and have fun till they put the sun cream on so then um adam comes over and he's shirtless and then she makes olive put sun cream on adam so she's like feeling him up <laughs> you know as you do and yeah and then the picnic is kind of over. They were like being cute. But they had an argument before this. Because Adam keeps being really hard on his, on his students. And Olive gets the blame for all of it from her peers. Um, Yeah. And then after that. They like. They're going to this convention. And they're talking for it but they have this really cute moment where they're sat like they're sat on this sofa and they're talking about food and they're having this really cute moment and it's really heartfelt and they're like almost about to kiss and then fucking jeremy walks in why do you have to do that dude don't walk in <laughs> but anyway jeremy walks in adam leaves and she goes back to working all night but there's this convention which they've all been planning on going to for like months and turns out Olive gets a speaking spot like a really small speaking spot but she gets to go through her research and talk to it to talk about it with a bunch of different scientists she gets to do this presentation and she's freaking out and so she's freaking out a lot like a lot and Adam's been nice <laughs> and he's like I'll read through your slides it'll be fine and um they have a really cute moment and then this convention comes around 
and Anne, Malcolm and Olive were all going to get a hotel room together but Anne decided to stay with Jeremy and Malcolm is deciding to stay with his new boyfriend. So Olive is looking at all these B&Bs, she can't find any. Adam was like, you can stay with me. And she's like, no, there'll only be one bed. And he's like, no, I've booked a double room, look. She's like, no, there's always only one bed. Our queen re reads a lot then, I guess. She reads some rom-coms herself. <laughs> and then there was two beds. And she's like, damn it, take that rom-coms. <laughs> they're they're sleeping and then the next day it turns out Adam couldn't go to her speech like her presentation because he was a keynote speaker which was happening at the same time um so that was fun you know she she was kind of just like oh lovely but she does her speech most things go well she stumbles over her words I dropped the book again it's going to become a common thing in these podcasts so I just drop the book every five seconds. I'm only flipping to this page so I can read you an ex extract from the book. Bloody hell. Great. The world's great out for me. <laughs> anyway. Tom Benton was at her speech thing. And he's a dick. Like a dick dick. Um, just warning you now. If you are sensitive to things containing sexual harassment, I suggest you skip forward a couple minutes because I am going to be reading an excerpt from the book. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so after her speech, she's clearing up and Tom tries to kiss her. Um, and he goes, she says, I'm going to read from where he tries to kiss her. She felt an un his unfamiliar smell in her nostrils and his breath hot and unpleasant against the corner of her mouth and fingers a vice tight grip around her upper arm and why he was, what was he, what heart in her throat, Olive freed her arm and it took several steps back. What are you doing? Her hand kept to came, uh, came to her biceps and it hurt where he clasped her. God, had he really done that, tried to kiss her? No, she must have imagined it. She must be going crazy because Tom would never. A preview, I think. She just stared at him, too stunned and numb to react, until he moved closer and closer and bent, bent once more towards her and then it was happening all over again. Okay, I'm going to skip a little bit because this bit is where, like, the actual dicky stuff happens. And he goes, come on, a pretty girl like you should know the score by now. Don't lie to me and say you didn't put on, put out that, pick out that short dress for my benefit. Nice legs, by the way. I can see why Adam's wasting his time with you. Olive, you don't think I accepted you into my lab because you're good, do you? And then he decides to say, a girl like you who figured out so early in her academic career that fucking a well-known, successful scholars is how you get ahead. And then he goes, you fucked Adam, didn't you? We both know you're going to fuck me for the same reason. And then he, like, says some really, really mean stuff. Like, really, really mean. Made me cry. I would have cried if I was in this position. Like, started sobbing. And when she tries to tell him that he's wrong, he's like, oh, please, you're telling me this pitiful abstract. 
Your pitiful abstract was selected for a talk because of its quality and scientific importance. Someone here has a very high opinion of herself, considering that her research is useless and derivative and she can barely put two words together without stuttering like an idiot. You think that it's not true that scientists in this field want to impress the great Adam Carlson enough to kiss the ass of whoever he's fucking at the moment. I certainly did when I, when I was told his mediocre girlfriend that she could come work for me, but maybe you're right. Maybe you stem academia better than I do. And I was fucking pissed. How dare he? Like, the audacity of some men. <laughs> and she goes back to the hotel room. She's crying, as she should. Alan comes in, and he's like, what's wrong? What happened? What happened? And um, she's like, oh, some people are talking badly about my thing. It's, it's no big deal. And he's like, did you see their name badges? Did you see their name cards? We're reporting them right now. And she's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. I promise. Like, not wanting to get on, like, because Tom was such a dick. He was like, Adam's never going to believe you. Like, who do you think is going to believe his best friend? Or you? And she just didn't tell him. But they go out for sushi. And not good sushi. Like, really crappy sushi. <laughs> and they have a fun time. Then they come back and they, like, sleep together. Like, for a while. Very spicy scene. Just putting it out there. I'll give you the page number. Just give me a sec. Um, one sec, because I can't find it. I thought I had it marked. And uh, did you? Okay. I swear to God, I can't actually find it in the next chapter I'm in the chapter where they get sushi right now because that's what I was talking about I'm gonna get there in a second I swear to god I'm gonna drop the book again you can hear the page turning 261 for those of you interested in the more spicy part of the love hypothesis starts there last about chapter or two just putting out there chapter 16 could have just said that realized that now sorry for the waste of time anyway after they have sex um olive kind of breaks up with adam like even though they were never really dating in the first place she breaks up with him. She's like, yeah, this isn't going to work. It's really sad. And then she goes home. She's like crying. And Adam has an interview with Tom to go work at Harvard with him because he was trying to get a job at Harvard so he could stay with Olive. Which, Adam, marry me, please. <laughs> um... And she gate crashes the interview. Tom talks to her like a child. Adam is like, shut up. And she whips out her phone, starts playing the fucking recording 
that because they record all the talks at this convention, she starts playing the fucking recording of her talk of like Tom talking to her like a piece of shit. Adam like grabs Tom, starts beating him up, being like, "I'm gonna actually fucking kill you." <laughs> I'm like, "Go, bestie, go, boss," <laughs> and um, then they go, they get back together. It's all good from there on out. It's really cute. Yes, that's that's the plot. And I'm going to tell you now. Anne, Olive and Adam are my favourite characters. So, I, I can't put them in order though. I think Adam and Olive are joint for number one. Emma and Anne is like a little bit below them. But we're going to talk about some of my favourite quotes right now. And so when Anne and Olive were talking after Adam and Olive first kissed, <laughs> Anne says, I mean, we talk every minute of every day and you've never mentioned Carson before. My closest friend is supposedly seeing the superstar professor of the department and somehow I've never heard of it. You know his reputation, right? Is this some kind of joke? Do you have a brain tumour? Do I have a brain tumour? Honestly, when I first read that, I was pissing myself laughing. Just because it just reminds me of my friends, to be honest. Reminds me of me. Like, if I found out my friend was dating someone and they hadn't, like, told me, I'd be like, do I just have a brain tumour or something? Did you just not tell me? Like, (laughs) and it's just, it was just so funny to me. So... And then when Olive and Adam are talking, setting down ground rules, um, Olive is like, are you not married or something? So there's a significant age gap between them. Not illegal. They're both of age. Um, And he goes, my wife and twins won't mind. And honestly, Adam is just, he just makes me giggle. Because he's so sarcastic. And he has such dry sense of humour. <laughs> and it's just... Most of these quotes, by the way, unlike when I talked about It Ends With Us and how they were meaningful and added to the plot, most of these would just be funny. Because this book was just very romantic and funny. They're either quotes that made me laugh or quotes that made me go, aww. And so at the start of chapter six, so at the start of each chapter, there's this like hypothesis bit at the top. <laughs> and at the top of chapter 6 it says hypothesis when compared with multiple types and models of furniture Adam Carlson's lap will be rated in the top 5th percentile for comfort, cosiness and enjoyment my girl loved seeing on his lap she would not move if she didn't have to and honestly don't blame her you do you guys <laughs> and I just find it so funny because later on in that chapter when they're talking about this picnic on Monday um, she she tells um, Adam that she'll bring a counterfeit marriage license to casually drop at his feet to make him appear like a wingless bird <laughs> and that honestly I love the way that Ali Hazelwood has added in all these like funny parts as but like it's still adorable and it will still be cute and it's not all like a comedy but there are some parts that are 
just to comedy through and through. <laughs> okay, and we're back to Arn, my bestie Arn. Um, <laughs> she, when they get to this picnic, they're playing, like, the people that are already there, they're playing Ultimate Frisbee. And Olive is like, you and you Americans in your fake sports, because she's Canadian. And Arn responds with, I'm pretty sure there are Canadian tournaments of Ultimate Frisbee too. You know what's not fake? Melanoma, put on your sun cream. <laughs> and I actually, I had to take a break after that, because I honestly found that so fucking funny for no reason. Like, it was just hilarious. And then later on, she's still trying to convince everyone to put on their fucking sun's cream. And she's like, Olive, put sun cream on Adam, you know? And <laughs> Olive's like, that's inappropriate. And Aunt's just like, I put sun cream on Jeremy all the time. Look, I'm putting sun cream on my boyfriend because I don't want him to get melanoma. Am I inappropriate? <laughs> I swear to God, this lady, she will be the death of me because she's actually so funny. That just made me piss myself. She cares so much, but it's just so such an aggressive way. <laughs> and then this scene that I'm about to talk about made me piss myself with laughter. So Olive suggests that to celebrate, they go out for coffee and to go get their flu jabs because it's flu season. It's mandatory at the uni they go to. Now I'm just like, I don't have time. And I'll, I'm just gonna read this scene to you. She's like, Are you, oh Adam? <laughs> What? Are you afraid of needles? He went still, completely immobile. He wasn't he wasn't breathing anymore. I am not afraid of needles. It's okay, she said, making her tone as re reassuring as possible. I know, since I'm not this is a safe space for you and your fear of needles. And as someone with a phobia of needles, thank you, Olive. You don't need to be ashamed, Adam. You're allowed to be scared of needles. <laughs> Even though you're like 6'2 and huge. It's just funny. But <laughs> And here, here comes the one bed trope that Olive was so set on happening when they were discussing hotel rooms. She goes, Adam, there will only be one bed. He frowned. No, as I said, it's a double. It's not. It won't be. There will only be one bed for sure. He gave her a puzzled look. I got the inf the booking confirmation the other day. I can forward to you if you want. It says that it doesn't matter what it says. It's always one bed. <laughs> I swear to God, she's living so high in fantasy land. Like, I should start being like this in my own life. I'll have a much better life. Just pretend I'm in a rom-com. I'll be fine. <laughs> it was just so funny. And then, um, when they're having this cute moment, she goes, she's like worried about this talk that she's doing. And he goes, send me, send me your slides, like your PowerPoint slides. And she goes, okay, how likely is it that your feedback will call, cause me to cry and under the shower? That depends on the quality of your slides. <laughs> like, dude, she's your fake girlfriend. Cut us some slack. Calm your boots, mister. You don't need to be so harsh all of the time. <laughs> I love Adam. If you can't tell, he's amazing. 
he's my bestie. And as much as I love him, I'd never steal him from Olive. I was still aunt from Jeremy though. We'll be lesbians. It's fine. <laughs> um and here's a sadder one. And it was when Adam found Olive crying in the hotel room after the Tom incident. He goes, Olive, what happened? She insisted there's nothing. And he goes, did someone buy the last bag of chips? And she laughs and goes, yeah, was it you? And he goes, of course, I bought all of them. She goes, I hope you have good health insurance because you're, s you're so getting type 2 diabetes. And honestly, I just, I loved that. I loved that scene because it was just, I don't know. He was just such a good fit for Olive. Like, such a good fit. It was adorable how much they, like, were cute together. And that brings me to this really sad quote. It's another one of the hypothesis ones. But at the start of chapter 18, it says, Hypothesis, a heart will break more easily than the weakest of hydrogen bonds. And that makes me want to cry. Like, makes me want to sob. Because it's not wrong. Anyone who's been heartbroken can tell you that. Well, unless they have no clue what science is. And they're probably like, yeah, probably. I don't know. But it's just, it was just such a good representation. But it still felt like it was Olive's point of view. It didn't feel like it was coming from someone else. It felt like it was coming from Olive. It still had that like funny, quirky sense to it. So it didn't feel completely foreign. And it was beautiful like and it really made me feel sorry for Olive because it made me cry and now I have a very hot scene of Adam this is when she shows them the recording and he goes I'm gonna kill you if you say another word about the woman I love if you even look at her if you even think about her I'm gonna fucking kill you actually I'll kill you anyway and we're just, just gonna take a moment of silence appreciate that big dick energy. Do it with me. And that people is Adam Carson. And he's godlike. <laughs> and I just think that we deserve a book from Adam's point of view. We needed a book from Adam's point of view. I don't think we're getting one, but we need one. Someone write fanfiction. Should I write a fanfiction? Let me know down below. <laughs> I'll write a fanfiction from Adam's point of view. Anyway, I just think the way he jumped to her rescue was so adorable. Like, he did not hesitate. He, that was his best friend, and all of a sudden he's just like, pow, no, bitch, beat you up. Like, pow, pow. And it was just a adorable <laughs> like that it was just adorable you know and like Adam and Olive make me love love like love 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 <laughs> and it's just so adorable 
And the fact that she's like, they started off fake dating, like they haven't even been real dating until the very end of the book. And they and at that point, they've only been real dating for like a week. <laughs> but it's just so adorable. Like, I love this book. Ali Hazelwood, you have done God's work by creating Adam Carlson and Olive. I wouldn't be a lesbian for Olive. I'm a... I'm pansexual anyway, but I'd, I'd be full lesbian for Olive, <laughs> and I'd be full straight for Adam, you know? It's just, they're both so fucking adorable for no reason, and they just, chef's kiss. So, just to sum up, I would give this book... 10 stars out of 5 100 stars out of 5 just because it was so wonderfully written I could not put this book down that seems to be an issue of mine though I picked up the book and I was just like oh my goodness I'm hooked like I was two chapters in and I was like I need to know when they get together fake dating is my thing I like reading fake dating books which is why after I do the Harry Potter series sneak peek I'm going to be doing the Spanish Love Deception, another one of my favourites. And I see why TikTok loved this book so much. Like, the writing was phenomenal. The character development was phenomenal. It was just all adorable. <laughs> Made me want to go out and become a rom-com girl. And that's a hard thing to do. I was crying, laughing... I was just feeling things. I needed to know whether they ended up together. So a solid, solid 10 out of 5 at least. Maybe more. If you guys have read this book, leave your thoughts down below. What you thought of it, whether you loved it, whether you hated it. Because I've actually, I've heard some people that didn't like it. I was kind of like, what do you mean you didn't like it? How did? How could you not like it? <laughs> I was really confused. But yeah, if you read it, let me know your thoughts on my instagram on my tiktok at underscore booked in and yeah so that concludes today's episode of booked in i really hope you enjoyed it let me know what you liked what you didn't i'm still getting used to this whole thing and yeah let me know what books you want me to do and yeah anything else remember to eat and drink it's very important and yeah, I'll see you on Thursday. Have a nice day.